Motivation, hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Relax, let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top-quality hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S., we offer super-portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office, and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home. Leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well. Exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com slash COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19.
Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. But she grew up down here in South Philadelphia. No. Yes. Eleanor Kerrigan, she lived in a South Philly row home just like I did. The difference is I only had two sisters. She had like 100 people living in her house. Imagine social distancing in that family. The great comedian... Philly girl, she's out in L.A. She's, she's shut down just like Linda Cohn, who's living out there. Why the hell do all you Philly people move to L.A. where you can't go anywhere anymore, Eleanor? We're not smart. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we are. Uh, yeah. It's, when you said Pony Express, I thought Eric Dickerson was coming. I had to think for a second. No, well, wow. he was on yet, the other day on AM570 there, our buddies, and, and he was ripping the new uh, Rams uniform. Now you're, That's I know good you, SMU knowledge, That though, is good right SMU. There. And now I know you've lived out there for a while, and I lived out there for 11 years, but you're always a Philly girl, right? I mean, you're, you're, are, oh, you, are yeah. you an L.A. chick? I know you're at the comedy store and you do all the L.A. stuff, which you have to do. Yeah, but it, the only thing at L.A. about me is my area code. I, I just, I'm not, I, I can't adapt to this. I know I'm terrible. People get mad at me all the time here. I mean, but it, it was weird. Uh, yesterday, my I was doing a podcast, and my buddy called me, this guy Chris Spencer, who's a brilliant comic and writer, and he was golfing with Eric Dickerson, and he called me FaceTime just so I could talk with Eric Dickerson, and I missed it because I was doing a podcast. Damn it, what's wrong with you? So L.A. That's the only L.A. thing I have. <laughs> Eleanor Kerrigan. Now, I know you come back every year, and that's when I get a chance to see you when you come back yes. with Dom Herrera because he comes back every year around Thanksgiving to see his family here. Now, you come yes. back, too. Now, do you still have family here, or are you just, is everybody gone? No, no, no. Everybody's still there. I come home more than just Thanksgiving. This is the problem with this lockdown. I would have been home most of this time, but I I didn't, all my gigs got canceled, so I just thought I'd wait it out, and now I'm stuck. My mom still lives in the same row home we grew up in. Uh, everybody lives up the street or around the corner, so yeah. I go home a lot. There's 10 of us, and you're right. If we had, my mom said the other day, if she had to homeschool us, she goes, I would be like that lady in the Titanic that just tucked her kids in and read to them as the ship sunk. <laughs> 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 Ten brothers and sisters in a, yeah. and you know, at my house. I live on the same street that I grew up on too. And there's a small houses. They're not mm-hmm. tiny homes like you see on no, HGTV. I mean, these are small houses, a thousand square feet. Ten people. How many brothers and sisters? Six boys, four girls. Wow. Wow. Now, did you live in a three-story row home or a two-story row home? Two-story. I used to think the people with the three stories were millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> there, there had to be a lot of bunk beds going oh, on. Oh, man. Oh, bunk beds. Yeah, we yeah, had a bunk triple beds. bunk bed in one room. I shared a room with my brothers. Because it got weird. My dad, my parents split up when I was like seven. So my mom was just like, I don't know what to do. Poor thing. And so we had a triple bunk bed, a double bunk bed, and a single bed. 
and mine was the mattress underneath the triple bunk bed that pulled out. There were seven of us in one room. Wow. Oh one ba- one bathroom, right? One bathroom in the house, right? One, one and a half bath. They did, my Uncle Tommy um, <laughs> is an amazing uh, um, carpet, whatever. Handyman, yeah. I can't even say handyman. I can't even think of the word uh, because it's such a, a thing that doesn't exist anymore. He could do anything. And he made my mom, he goes, you're going to want a powder room. So he, he has a powder room downstairs. Wow, that's big time. I had to build yeah. down. I had to, I had to come down my cellar. Robin and I, we didn't dig it out. We got a guy to do that. But we did all the work. And our studios in our, as we call the cellar here in South Philly. Yeah, of course. They used to call them basements. But it's always been the cellar to me, you know? I always say the cellar, too. Yeah. I, I'm like, he's in the cellar. What? Right. Oh, is it a wine cellar? Yeah, like, well, yeah this is a wine cellar. That's the thing. You put wine in front of cellar, and it yeah. sounds classy. And basements yeah. were always for those kids in the Northeast that, you know, had the paneling mm. and the checkerboard yeah. floors and the dartboard and the pool table. We never had any of that crap. We were poor no. AF down here. That's the far Northeast, the bougie one. Exactly I'm right. a- my mother would say, you're going to the Northeast. Oh, it's so far. It's like, Mom, it's right there. Like, you can see it. It's like almost Ben Salem. Exactly. You're like, yeah, when I was when I was young and I, I'd drive up to the Northeast to look for chicks because I didn't really dig the South Philly chicks, right. the Italian Kumas. Well, they knew How too much you. of your game. Yeah, that's I don't, the problem. I, I, didn't, I was never attracted to Italian chicks in South because that's all I saw. So I would go up to I'm the Irish. Northeast. I, I know. I'm not talking about you because I never met you when you were younger. Plus, I'm a lot older than you. I would go up to the northeast. I'd go up to the hot shops at 69th Street and Upper Darby because I wanted to see different chicks. Mm. I wanted to see the chicks in the in Delco. I wanted to see the chicks in the northeast. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was Delco. a wa- I was a wandering guy. I didn't want to. Everybody in South Philly meets somebody, gets married, and stays there for the rest of their life. They don't even leave the damn. They don't even go over the bridge. So you actually feet. got on the L and went to the end of the line. You're damn right I did. No, I drove up there actually. I was driving up. To the damn. Hot, sh- hot shops, baby. The hot shops. That was how the uh, South Philly mob got caught. They had to do a hit in Northeast. They confined it. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you got a live rim shot appearing on any program? What? <laughs> 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 and Eleanor Kerrigan, great, great friend of the show. Love seeing you on stage. And your, your stuff's online. Uh, I, was, I was listening to one of your bits. Because it's funny when you're in L.A., you know, because comics are from everywhere. And all people yeah. give us crap because everybody that I put on here happens because everybody's from Philly. There's everybody's got a Philly connection. It seems New York, obviously, but it's the biggest city. L.A., of course, nobody's from L.A., and so you find right. people, and it's amazing how many people I've run into living in L.A. who are from Philly, who are in the you know entertainment business, music. You know, you just it's it's incredible the connections that this city has all over the music industry and everywhere else you look. Yeah. Now, Eleanor, this is Robin. How how long Hi, have Robin. you how long have you been in LA now? A little too long. I gotta be honest. I moved here when I was twenty one in nineteen ninety three, and I started working at the comedy store. But I didn't want to be a comic. I wanted to be an actress. So I that's and I got hired oddly. Missy Shore, the owner of the comedy store, when she interviewed me, she goes, "Oh, you're from Philadelphia." I go, "Yeah," and she goes, "You know Dom Irera." I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I heard of him. But I didn't know him, know him. And she was like, okay, you're hired. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, wow. that was it? That's Paulie that Shore's it. mom, right? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and we became best friends. Like, I worked for Missy for 12 years. I was her personal assistant for a long time. I, like, I, I know. And what are you washing the dishes at home? What are you doing? 
You can hear that? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Who the hell, what, what woman washes dishes anymore? I'm not washing dishes. I'm making eggs, so I, I bake them in a, a cupcake pan, something I saw on TikTok. I'm going to go crazy from TikTok. i got to wow. be honest. Now, you're not posting any of those crazy TikTok videos where you're, like, dancing. No. In here's, the... here's one on her uh, Twitter feed, though. Oh, wait, That's but you not got her. It? That's not her. Who but... is that in your TikTok? Oh, wait. Orange the hot thing. chick in some red negligee. Oh, that's my niece, my gorgeous Alexa. niece. Everybody, she thought it, everybody thought it was me because people think she's my daughter. We look so much alike. And my, her, her, my sister, her mother, is 10 years older. Tell everybody. Anyway, she gets mad when I say that. She's 10 years <laughs> older, and that's her daughter. And she moved out here to live with me in L.A. for a little bit. She's mm -hmm. a dancer. She does all kinds of stuff, choreography, makeup. She's, she does everything. She's amazing. And so... <laughs> She moved out here, and all the comics were like, oh, my God, that's your daughter. You left your daughter to come out here and be a comic. I'm like, no, I didn't. What kind of monster would do that? And they're like, that's your daughter. I'm like, no, it isn't. My sister's kids are like, you two have the same overbite. I'm like, I have an overbite? <laughs> <laughs> and so the funniest thing, because I know so many, I've I lived in L.A. for 11 years, so I go to a lot of comedy clubs and see guys, people that I had just met who I didn't know, so I got to know a lot of people. Obviously, I knew Dom before that and, and Craig Shoemaker, who's also from this area. And so I'd go to these, and I'd watch the Philly comics on stage with the L.A. audience and the mixed audience, and they'd always have to explain things, mm -hmm. right? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I just, I don't. I'm like, catch up or get out. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty graphic, I guess, but I, I don't really feel like I have to break it down. People just always come up like, oh, you're from Philly, so you just talk like that. Like, if I say... Uh, I, I think I'm allowed to say that word on here. Strapper. Oh, are yeah. you kidding? That's my favorite word of all time. I brought Strapper oh, back. I'm going to have yeah. T-shirts made that say Strapper on them. Nobody says it anymore, and it's one of those forgotten great words. Oh, great my word. dad calls me a Strapper every time I call him. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I thought that was my name for a while. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that you have the same problem that I had with Tony. When I first started working with Tony, I, in my head, kept thinking, God, why is he always so angry? He's just so angry. That's all just the how we are. Yeah. 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 Well, I then had the I double whammy. Philly. I'm Italian yeah. and from South Philly. Right. I got the double right. whammy. You know what I mean? The double negative. Yeah. <laughs> problem. Then I met his family. I was like, oh, they're all like that. And the women. I got to say this. I'm not a sexist. But the one thing about Italian women in a family setting, you know, the niece is not, they're all loud. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're all loud. Every well, everybody's woman, trying to be heard. you got every ten woman brothers is and loud. sisters. Listen, there's know? some guys that are loud. Yeah. But you can They hear. use their outside voice inside as well. Oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah. They're very loud. I, I, my sister-in-law is like that, and we torture her about it. My brother was going to buy a house next to, my older brother, Billy, was going to buy a house next to my brother, Jimmy. And he goes, no, I can't. Your wife's too loud. <laughs> now i've seen you you're opening up for 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 dice man for a long long time you come here oh, yeah, with, that's, are you still yeah. is, is, is dice is still doing stuff right are you still opening well there's no clubs open in la yeah, so i guess you're not happening. opening for anybody right now right right now right now there's nothing and, and he was um i was supposed to be right before we all got shut down we were supposed to be in um philly we were going to do parks casino actually and uh, Uncle Vinny, yeah, yeah, we were going to Uncle Vinny's in Jersey, and then Park's Casino. So he was going to stay in New York with his girlfriend, and I was going to stay in Philly with my family, just you know, to get more family time in. Yep. Um, and that's what I've been doing is like setting up camp at my mom's, and then going on the road on the weekends to like Boston or 
Jersey or wherever, but staying at my mom. So I was, like, getting a lot of family time in. So now I'm like, this is the longest I haven't been in Philly in the past two, three years. I'm like, it's crazy. I'm, I'm going to have to just leave now. I'm going to move back. We'll see what happens. I but, saw Adam Carolla's like, going to Houston to do comedy shows because he can't do anything in L.A. Yeah, there's there's um, a couple places, a couple clubs called me um, that are opening up in, like, Arizona, Minnesota, like, different places. So hopefully... You know, I'll start going out again. But right now, Dice and I, were, we have so many days. We have so many things coming up. Everything's been rescheduled. I believe Parks is in September. Um, you know, he's my second ex-fiance. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I know that. I know the story. Oh. <laughs> he's a problem. Uh, but well, he's out now because, we you know, Robin, we were talking about this the other day. When we mentioned you, we mentioned Dice because it was National Limerick Day. Mm. And so, of course, when I think of Limerick, oh. other than there was a man from Nantucket, it's always Dice. I mean, who had the be- who has who's had better limericks than Dice? Well, when I when I called you to get you on, you're like, oh, by the way, he, Dice has some new limericks up. <laughs> did you see? Did you see them or no? No, I, we I, haven't seen them yet. We need to pull them up. But we were hoping if he wants to come on, I would love to play. I those. told him. I did tell him, but he was doing he was doing a lot of radio and press for that because it was on last Sunday, and then he's been doing all these cameos. It's hysterical. He's nutty because he is going crazy. Like he wants to talk to people and work, whatever. But um, I, I told him about this to call in, and he's like, "I don't know sports." And I go, "You don't have to know sports, weirdo." <laughs> so I don't know. It, it could be next week, but this today was not the day. He said, "No, no, we, no. We wanted you on because yeah. I know you. I don't know Dice. I've seen him live oh, a yeah. million times. But you're the, you're the home girl." I'm not, I'm not calling you to try to get the dice. I'm not using you as the intermediary here. Oh, I love that. But I, here's the thing. I feel like I met you through Brody Stevens. That's correct. correct. That is correct. Yeah, because Brody. Brody and I, Brody was the warm-up comic at the Best Damn Sports Show. That's where mm. I met him because yeah. I was doing that in yeah. L.A. And Brody and I became friends, and I would go see him in L.A. all the time. And then he would come to Philly and do shows, and I'd go see him there. And he became a great friend. He would call into the show every Friday night, yeah. wherever he was, talking about his pitching. And so he was, rest in peace, Brody, man. We miss him great, so much. Great, great, great people I've ever known. And then he tragically took his life, you know, yeah. and it's, and yeah, it's just so sad. Yeah, one of my closest friends. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, but I, like, Brody, I have him all over my apartment. I'm walking around with his drumstick right now. That's what we do. We mm-hmm. talk to Brody all day. But, I mean, he was so funny and so crazy at the same time. But, he, yeah, you're right. He was a pitcher. And then my nephew, little Jimmy, played for the Minnesota Twins. So, I, I like, when he was going through all the things, I would confide in Brody. And Brody would talk, you got to stay positive. You got to. <laughs> he was just so perfect for yeah. Enjoy it. I was like, yeah. enjoy, enjoy it. it. And then when he got called up, he goes, I told you. I told you. But, <laughs> I mean, he's still in, um, well, they're not doing anything right now, which kind of stinks. But uh, he is going back to spring training, I think, in a week or so. Now, the other thing that people don't know about you, which I found out a long time ago in L.A., is your career, Uh your background. You were one of the original gorgeous women of wrestling. No, No. gorgeous ladies of wrestling, the glow. Not glow, not the modern day glow. Oh. No, you were what? 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 It was wrestling. You we were right? wow, wow, wow. Women the and women of wrestling. The them. women yeah. of wrestling. Wow. Okay. Not the Mountain Fiji era with the gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> women of wrestling. No, 
I'm old, but I ain't that old. Well, I know, I know. <laughs> so you did that. You were an incredible athlete, and you were doing, oh my God, you were doing so TV wrestling, right? It was so much fun. And you know what? At the time, I was waiting tables at the comedy store, so I was, you know, basically training with the wrestlers to perform. We were performing at the Forum in Inglewood, and it was completely insane. And I come every time I come to work at Missy's house or at the comedy store, I'd have a black eye, or my arm would be all bandaged up. And she'd come in and she, oh, honey, what's happening? And I'm like, oh, I told you I was doing that wrestling. She's like, if you need somebody to talk to, let me know. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 it's not. I'm not being abused. I swear. I. <laughs> she thought I was getting beat up at home. Now, what was your signature uniform? Oh, we were um, Harley's Angels, so we were bikers. So I wore jeans and a T-shirt and a vest, and um, it was really hard to wrestle in jeans, i got to be honest. The crew liked it because when i get out from the ring, I'd walk up the ramp and go backstage, and I'd just pull my pants down because it was so hot. And the whole crew would just be like, oh, did she just take her pants off? Um, and I did it because it was so hard to wrestle. I hear you. Yeah. I feel like doing it right now. Now, there, there has to be video of you doing this, right? I think I saw take, it once. Taking my pants down? No, or? no, no. Not, not taking oh. your pants down. I saw that backstage. I'm not that thirsty yet. I'm I saw that backstage yet. at a dice show once, but you weren't. You didn't realize <laughs> it was there. No, I'm talking about the, that era where you were wrestling. Oh, sure. It's online. And um, we were uh, like, we were their favorites because, we, you know, the heels are always the best ones. So we would, I would talk so much trash, and that's why I got hired. I talked so much trash, and well, it wasn't it wasn't because of my giant physique that I looked scary or something. I was like a scrawny little thing that was just talk a lot of trash. And then I would have this I would have two bigger girls that backed me up, Charlie Davidson and Thug, and they would like <laughs> do all the work. And then Charlie got hurt her back, so it became. Uh, it, it all landed on me, so I was getting, I was getting my ass kicked. Yeah, no, Robin, Robin you, is showing a clip now on our Twitch stream. What was your wow. stage name? Is, I think that's you, right? Rider, right? Easy Rider. Easy yeah. Rider. Oh, nice. And you get up on yeah. that, you know, that turnbuckle, and you were working that chick. You were, like, jumping, uh, bouncing up and down. Oh, the Bronco Buster. Yeah, the Bronco yeah. Buster. The Bronco Buster. Yeah. Not Bronco mm -hmm. Billy. No, not yeah. Bronco Billy. That was a great movie. <laughs> so that was Bronco. your, was that your signature closing move, the Bronco Buster? That was up there, yeah. That was up there. Or me and my partner would do a double PPT on somebody. But it was like a, the signature thing for me was mostly the Bronco Buster. Wow. And, no DDT, the, none of that stuff? <clears throat> well, we we would do that, the DDT. Me and uh, Charlie would do that to somebody. That was our thing. Oh, you guys were hard-ass, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were terrible. But it was fun. And then um, about two, three years ago, Two, three years ago, three years ago, I started working for them again as a doing commentary for them for their online show, and then they got picked up to Access TV, and then I got too busy doing stand-up and I couldn't I couldn't do the last uh, two seasons, but I I love doing it. I love them. I think I think it's and the girls now are even more phenomenal. That one you're watching, I think, is with uh, Selena. She has like a yes, bullet? yes. Okay. So Selena, she was our trainer. She's amazing, Selena Major. She was our trainer. So she goes, all right. She, she teach, she's doing everybody. She's, you know, working everybody's match, helping everybody with their matches. I come, I'm like, Selena, we're fighting. What's our match going to be? She's like, don't worry, easy. I'm going to call it. I'm like, you're going to call it? What the hell does that mean? So we get in the ring, 
It's the forum. Inglewood is packed. People are screaming. <laughs> we get in the ring. Call it means she's going to whisper it in my ear. I'm not a professional at this point. This is my third match. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I couldn't hear. I'm like, what? As I'm getting punched in the face. Then I got, she got a chair. She went to hit me with a chair. I broke my pinky. I had a hairline fracture in my collarbone. It was the best fight and the worst fight at the same time. Wow. Like, the crowd was like, oh, this is so realistic. I'm like, yeah, because I can't hear. I can't hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I especially like the move that you were they were on top That's of. That's the Bronco our, Buster. The Bronco yeah, Buster. In the corner, riding. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you even used yeah. foreign objects. I mean, like all kinds of whooping sticks would be brought in there. I mean, there was all kinds oh, yeah, of stuff. Oh, yeah, we had pool sticks. We had, because we were the, choose. you know, that was our thing. Now, you were not calling no. yourself a jobber, you know, because Harry and I, all of our friends who used to call our shows talking about wrestling, the, the one, the bad guy was the jobber. The, the guy that always lose. Now, you lose. weren't a jobber, were you? No, no, I never said that. No. Um, no, we were, I mean, we were just heels. We just talked our trash and. You know, did our whatever. Did you ever have like a belt? That. Did you ever have a belt to put on so you could talk trash in that in the WoW League? Uh, we did a fight for the belt, but we lost. Uh, spoiler alert! And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we got we got beat up, but we cheated, and um, and then they cheated, and then you know, but it was it's so funny because it's so weird how racist it is, but in a fun way. Because we were like white trash, right? Biker chicks. And then uh, we were fighting for the belt, Paige Heath, who as a Mexican girl and a black girl who broke out of prison. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> they weren't wearing blackface, were they? Were they doing blackface? No. No, they were, they were wearing orange jumpsuits like they just escaped from prison. To wow. <laughs> And I remember asking, like, David, he goes, oh, that's just how wrestling is. And then I thought, oh, yeah. Like, if I look back as a kid, like, oh, yeah, they get the most blatant stereotype. Well, they did that whatever. in men's wrestling, too. They, they just, did all the Russians I mean. and the Iranians. Yeah. Throw PC crap out the window. Yeah, wrestling was never PC. Exactly. Yeah. It just, it just, it, it, and it wasn't, like, negative. It was just, like, more fun, made it more interesting or something. I don't know. It just... But we laughed so hard about it, and then I thought, oh, yeah, all my old wrestling, yeah, it's all Mr. Fuji. There's all kinds of crazy so it was names equal, that I grew up with. equal opportunity stereotyping. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was pretty, it was like Archie Bunker. It, 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 it uh, got everybody. Well, nobody's better than the greatest guy who's still active on Twitter and on social media all the oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's the, the Iron Sheik. Oh, he's the best. The Iron I, Sheik. He, the Iron Sheik is the goat when it comes to social uh, a wrestler from back <laughs> in the day turned yeah. goat on social media he's unreal he, he, he's, he's true to his character he, he would come to the comedy store him and his nephew and they would watch all night there, there was about a year two years where they were coming in almost every night and it, to me it was I, I, rowdy rowdy piper used to come to i mean my heart would race because not because i'm like i was a wrestler but when i was a kid they were like they were the guys. They were, that was all we watched. You know what I mean? Like, Piper was a god. He was doing stand-up for a while. And then the Iron Sheep would come in and heckle him. And then they would go on stage and tell stories. It was terrific. <laughs> 
Can you imagine that? Like, that is oh. great stuff. That's awesome. Is that great stuff? Yeah. That is awesome. Now you know, Harry. This is a, oh, that's yeah. just what South Philly girls do. I've been following her on Twitter for a long time. Exactly. Well, tell everybody where uh, where they can follow you. You're you're at EJ Kerrigan on Twitter. But if yeah. they want to see any of your stuff, are you posting stuff Instagram on social media too, and Instagram? I am. I'm doing YouTube stuff as well. I've been putting up videos on YouTube, stuff like that. I'm not good at social media. I grew up in a typewriter store, you know? I hear you. I'm trying, though. I'm getting better. You're nah. still using Whiteout. Your stuff's yeah. great. No, you're, you're, you're terrific, and I'm so glad we get to talk to you. And hopefully we get to see you again sometime when you come back to the city. Yeah, hopefully I'll be back soon and uh, doing a bunch of stuff. If you're going to Arizona, you can stay at my mom's house, and it'll be okay. like having me there. <laughs> hey, Eleanor, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday. Oh, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for making my Friday. Love to Philly. Stay safe, people. You too. Be careful out there. Don't go on the beach and keep moving.